for fame. Yeah, I know you were. This I know you were. For fame, so it's a shame that this is a podcast, but. Well, I was planning on posting this on YouTube, but then you told me that you wanted to be anonymous, so yeah. I'm no longer going to do that. Hi, everybody. I'm your kindergarten teacher, Julia. You can find my videos talking about sex horror <laughs> stories on uh, Chris's podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Are you ready? Do you have any last questions before I fucking No, I'm, I'm really ready. You? Let's Could go. You? Okay, I need a drink first because I've literally just been drinking coffee to wake me up, and now I'm woken up because I saw your face. Do you want? Let's also. I'll crack my drink so you can hear it. Oh, I'm drinking a Caesar. Here. Uh, (laughs) I don't think that they have Caesars anywhere else in the world. Like I think that. I don't know what the difference is. I think that Caesars have like clamato juice in. Oh my gosh, no, Caesar's are tomato juice with clam, therefore the clamato tomato and clam, but yeah. like in the U.S., it's just tomato juice, it's just tomato so juice. it's bloody That's Mary's, yeah. yeah. Caesar's are way better. Caesar's are disgusting. Every time what? the tomato's a Caesar, I'm like, I'm going to try a Caesar, and then I take a sip of it, and then I go, Oh, you don't like Caesar's. Offended. I am offended. Well, there's just like the perfect hangover cure. I am I'm, I'm a bit hungover. Last night, I literally just like, because like, I don't have, all my friends are fucking quarantined right now because of the fucking pandemic. pandemic and fucking, my roommate has COVID. And like, either way, I'd fucking drink alone on the weekends, to be honest. <laughs> because like, I don't have a fucking anyone to go on a date with. I don't have fucking, you all my friends have somebody are somebody to go on COVID. a date with, though. You could easily go on a date every morning. It's, oh, yeah, I was asked to go on a date today. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah, I'm going to cancel. <laughs> yeah, because I have fucking planned dates with guys I'm not even interested in. And then I realize I, like, start to look at their Instagram. I'm like, hmm, like. Really they were not, one of the ones that you really settled for. You had to convince yourself, like, oh, I'll take match with them in the like first place. Yeah, and you think exactly. you need to lower your standards, too. You're like, I'm being so picky. That's why I can't find anybody. So you start swiping That's on the uglier guys. And then you're like, oh, Literally. shit. Yeah, you were. Because the other ones are bound to ask you on a real date. <laughs> no, ex- exactly. That's the thing. Because all the rest of them just want to fuck. That's a thing. That's a thing. Because, like, how the fuck do you meet someone during a pandemic when the only way to meet people is, like, hinge? You know? Especially when a lot of people during a pandemic, like, are so tired of trying to find a relationship that they result just in don't hookups. don't yeah, yeah, or result in hookups, and, like, hookups are so much easier during the pandemic. I know. And there's so many guys that are like, oh, I'm not looking for anything serious. I'm like, yeah, that's fine. But, like, I already have two guys that I'm having sex with. I don't need another one. So <laughs> I don't. Like, I don't need another physical relationship. I just need to stop having sex with guys on the first date. That's my problem. Okay. Okay. You're trying to find love, yes. Yeah, which I when am. When you're just now. trying to get fucked, that's actually that's great. You're I don't care good. either way, either way, whatever. Go. At this point, <laughs> all right. Should we start this episode? Yes, we should start this episode. <laughs> you're ready. Okay, you're a shining star. Thank you, babe. <laughs> Hola, muchachos. Today we have my best friend on the episode. My day one. My ride or die. We fight like, like sisters. sisters. We party <laughs> like rock stars. <laughs> it is. It's fucking Julia. Best friend Julia. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! 
There you go. Okay. One thing we need to remember is to not, we're not on a fucking FaceTime call. I was like sitting there, I was like remembering this. I was like, okay, like you're recording a podcast. You're not just FaceTiming with your best friend. You cannot forget that. Okay. So, yeah, like I said, we have my best friend in the world on, Julia. We've been friends for seven, eight years now. Yeah. But it feels like longer, honestly, because like, feels like we're so close. Yeah, it feels like my whole life, but it wasn't. We met in 10th grade. Like, when you're raised like sisters, you kind of turn into sisters. Yeah, and like, you basically lived with me at one point. Um, okay, to start this game off, a little get to know you, this game, this podcast off, a little get to know you, we are going to play a little game. <laughs> um, we're going to play truth or drink. So, if you don't know how that works, it's pretty self explanatory um, for the listeners. Basically, me and Julia wrote down like a couple. I don't know how many you have. How many do you have? I think six or seven. Okay, that's perfect. Okay, I have that many too. So six. um, I have six. You have six. Okay, cool. Then we'll do six. I have eight, but um, I'll remove. Okay. Um, mine got ixnayed off the list for being too inappropriate. So. Okay. God, the only things I ixnayed were things that would ruin my life. And that's why we're best friends. It would ruin my relationship with my family members. It would ruin my dating life forever. So, yeah, I did ixnay a few things, but maybe if I we all, we all got secrets that are too good to share with the to world share. exactly Those they're meant for best know. friends and only best friends exactly yes. like literally no one else knows that shit other than you but <laughs> um okay yeah so we'll do i don't know we'll just go back and forth and then we can fucking shoot the shit and if we want to do more we can do more um do you want me to start it off yeah and you should also what do you just say Oh, oh, I'm drinking uh, apple cranberry cider. Nice. It's really delicious. Um, I would recommend. We're not doing shit. <laughs> I was reading it. Beautiful. I you love know what? I'm pro- promoted. It's my favorite drink. But anyways, if you Lone Tree wants this. to sponsor us. <laughs> sponsor me. Sponsor me. Me specifically. Me. No, you should preface that we have not heard the things being said about the other person. Oh, yeah. So I am completely unaware of the shit that you have on me. Yeah. I don't have much on you, to be honest. That's so okay with me. Because <laughs> I have probably too much on you. Yeah, because you don't really fuck up that much, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> like, you don't. So it's pretty hard, but... Um, every every friendship needs an angel and a devil. Honestly, so. yeah. Yeah, exactly. We're good. Yeah, we haven't heard each other's shit. Um, I just like the reason I said to her that like she said I ixnayed a few was because I literally texted her and said, "Don't say these things." I kind of knew we weren't we weren't <laughs> yeah. broadcasting something. So yeah. you know what? Let's yeah. let's rock. Let's rock. Okay. Do you want to go first? Or do you want me to go first? Um, you can go first. Okay. All start right. start I'll off like first. easy. Easy. Okay. 
My first one. You're, You're just, just not that, that into music. music. <laughs> <laughs> not. <laughs> Anything else to say about that? It's pretty sociopathic, to be honest. I don't like music. Like, even when my boyfriend turns up the music in the car, I just give him the look or I fake a headache because I... I can't listen to it. I don't know. Like, even at the gym. Oh, oh I'm going to get shit on What do you listen to at the gym? Nothing. That's what? the weird part. <laughs> Sometimes I do. Sometimes I do. I'm not, like, 100% sociopath, but we're probably about 80% there. So. What? Okay. Like, do you have a playlist on your phone? It is my boyfriend's playlist. That oh, my God. He, yeah, shared with me. So I would have gym music. That's insane. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's always, always been like that. Um, I'm not a music girl. Yeah, it's pretty that's fucking crazy. <laughs> you, were, you weren't expecting that one, were you? No, that's like a really strange fact about me. Yeah. It's not even, it's not even a dirty fact. It's just straight up weird. It's just like kind of insane. <laughs> I'm already right. exposed. You oh, go. my turn. Okay. <laughs> I'm coming in hot with these ones. Mm. Oh, I'm scared. I'm really okay, this scared. one, we'll just do, this isn't anything dirty. It's just fun. Okay. Freaking funny. Um, for the whole first year and a half, you thought your car windows were broken, uh, but you were just too dumb to realize child lock was on. <laughs> yeah, that's, that is true. Um, I don't need to drink on that one. That's true. I thought that only my front window rolled down, like the driver's seat window rolled down. But, and like all my friends, I'd pack all my friends into my car on like a, like a, like a 38 degree day, like so hot. And you guys would just have to sit there in my fucking hot ass car. <laughs> and you'd be like, can you roll the windows down? And you'd be like, no, no they're broken. broken. <laughs> no, they're just, I just, and I just was it like three it. weeks. This was a year and yeah, a half. It was of a driving. long ass time. Yeah, that's really bad. Yeah. I still don't know how to operate a lot of, like, the, like, parts of a car. You're, like, race- well, you're not the best driver. We're just going to... I've gotten better. I really have. No one believes me because no one will drive with me to figure out if I've better. I only drove with you in high school because I didn't have a license. Well, now if you drove with me, you'd see okay i'm gonna come up and see you soon and uh we'll uh we'll drive yeah, okay. <laughs> sure <laughs> okay if you make it here. yeah fuck don't say that my mom's literally so scared when we drive in but whatever it's okay she's fine she worries about everything um i can stop mumbling that's like a huge thing like I mumble so much in my life and like if I'm gonna do I was like that's how you're calling me out like I'm sorry you need to stop mumbling (laughs) no it's me I need to stop mumbling it's like okay there's a nicer way to say that (laughs) okay next go we're working on our tone expose me okay you want me to expose you um okay lightly I don't know lightly 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 expose you okay you cried after you lost your virginity. <laughs> I feel For like no that's bad common. reasons. It wasn't even yeah. a bad reason. We like didn't talk for a little bit, and I was like, I mean, I still feel like I should drink on that one because that's that's a memory we didn't know we had. We but didn't need to remember. We didn't need to remember, but uh, 
Yeah. Well, I, I first, I'm going to expose myself a bit to you, uh, but I, I lied to the guy I lost my virginity to. He's still to this day. You don't even know this, I don't think. Yeah, what? Uh, doesn't know he took my virginity because oh, really? I lied to him because I didn't want it to be a big deal. Did it? Oh, I kind of remember because I know you did tell me this because I was like, well, did he just like fucking go to pound town? Like, yeah. And I was like, no, it was actually like chill. Like I prefaced it with like, oh, like I don't really know what I'm doing. Like it's, I've only done this like once before. Cause like I was honestly kind of embarrassed, but yeah, I straight up lied to the guy that took my virginity. So if you're listening, surprise (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I'll even know um yeah and then I just cried to you for no reason because I felt like it was such a big deal but it's it wasn't actually you were quite old weren't you yeah it was a week before I turned 18 17 okay that's not quite old but you know 18 18 a week before I turned 18 okay yeah yeah and I remember too there was a rumor going around that he had some STD like it turns out he didn't but I remember being like oh my god she's fucking crying to me that she just lost her virginity to this guy and now I have to tell her that he might have no and I actually I found out this is what happened so I I don't know if like this is when we kind of were like we were friends off for like two months and this was probably around that time me and you or or the guy and you no me and you were friends off and uh, I found out he was also sleeping with another girl but the way I found out was because I went to the youth clinic to get just basic checked like I had just been with the guy you know all safe but you know a paranoid young girl and And so I got everything done I walked outside of the youth clinic and there was two girls that we went to high school with standing there and I was like oh yeah like I'm just doing this and she's like oh my god no way my sister is here too she's getting checked because she slept with this guy and he has an STD. And I was like, so freaking blown because I just had unprotected sex with this man. Oh my God. And I was like, oh, that's too bad. And then I just ran away. I went home and I cried. And then we found out it was all just a a big teenage girl rumor. Um, But that was um, probably the reason I didn't have intercourse for uh, at least nine months after that's insane well that's pretty traumatizing like the first time you have sex I remember you coming home and just being like bawling and I was like why are you crying and you're like I just don't really know I didn't know like there was nothing like the guy was great he was a good friend and like but I think also a lot of emotions before that like literally like a couple like a week maybe before you like kind of had been dating like the first guy you were kind of like that I really thought was gonna be yeah the one and then I was like okay and you guys never had sex never I would know because I was so shocked because you waited like months I was like are you ever gonna have sex with this guy and then you didn't and then like a week later you're like I just had sex with this random person I never knew you had any interest in at all. <laughs> it was like the most mind-fucking uh, thing ever. <laughs> it's high school. We're all confused. Yeah. And sex is really hyped up to absolutely everything, but it is not, so. True. Especially fucking high school sex. Oh, absolutely. All right. Speaking yeah. of. Oh, okay. Here we go. Your turn. <laughs> no, I just went. Yeah. Oh, me, me exposing you. Yes. Turn. Yes. Yeah. I like how this is, 
it was a fun game and now it, to you it's exposing <laughs> Um, so <laughs> we'll just like ease into this next one a little bit. Um, so one time when we were 17, we were hanging out with two hockey guys and you went downstairs and came back and said that nothing happened, but I knew you were lying because your makeup was fucked up and I knew something happened and you lied about it. No, I didn't. Okay. I'll tell you what happened. This guy, like, I, okay, honestly, this was, like, the one guy I, like, kind of saw that, like, I, I fucking, like, really, really liked this guy, and, like, he just didn't really like me that much, <laughs> like, that was just, like, the gist of the situation, like, he was, like, the first guy I dated that was, like, almost kind of close to, like, a pro athlete, and that was, like, really exciting to me. That was a big deal. That was a big deal. Yeah. Um... Especially, like, a hockey guy. Like, now, would not touch one with a 10-foot pole. But in high school. That's a lesson you learn in high school. High school, yeah. Especially in fucking Canada. Like, hockey boys are, like... I feel like they're, like, the American football player. But oh, anyways, yeah. That's the dub boys. You're, like, all for them. You're, like, oh, my yeah. God. He plays in the W8. He's going to get drafted one day. And then they all just get old and fat you know, and one stop game. playing. <laughs> Yeah, so you know <laughs> yeah and then they're fucking 24 and don't have a job don't have a degree don't have exactly. anything they have an no. alcohol addiction but anyways <laughs> back, to, <laughs> back to that day we actually didn't have sex i don't know but you i think you did i think we did something maybe i gave him head i think that was the case that's I what the mascara that was saying. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think I did. I that, think that I was our head. like excessive makeup days. Yeah, fuck. We would wear like three layers of foundation. Sure. Like, lock it in with hairspray. <laughs> <laughs> like that's literally. A, that's a that's a story for another day. Yeah. But no, we did have sex, but I did give him head. Yeah, I think. Yeah. I don't even remember, you did. honestly, you at did. this point. Okay. I remember. And you were like, nothing happened. And I was like, really, bitch? Because that mascara under your eyes is something different. But the funny thing is, is I probably would have had sex with him because I wasn't a virgin at this point. But his friend was like sitting there being like, bet you anything, like, you'll fuck my friend. Like, there's no way you won't. There's no way you won't. And that was all I needed to hear to be like, I'm not fucking your friend. I love it. Yeah. And he, like, really cock-blocked his friend that day because I was like, I'm not losing a fucking bet. This guy thinks I don't have enough willpower to not fuck his friend. I'll show him. And uh, and there I was, sitting upstairs with his friend, Virgin Mary. And I, like, wanted it so badly for this guy to treat me how the other guy was treating you because, like, he really liked you. And the other guy was just, like, there to, like, get some fucking pussy. But moral of the story, they both fucked us over and... True. That ended that. Yeah, and then that was all. Goodbye, hockey. After that, I haven't touched another hockey boy. I'll be honest. Goodbye, hockey boys. Yeah. Um, that's a funny one. I didn't really think that you would bring anything to do with him up. Interesting. There's a lot okay. of men I can. I got more, but we'll I'm sure you do. Come at me. All right. Um. Let's do. I'm just gonna like. Okay, we used to send duo slash group nudes to one particular man. Pass. He's lucky. Pass. Really? You're a pass on that one? Okay. Take a drink then. 
<laughs> I'm still involved with him kind of too, which is like funny, but. Is it bad? I really don't remember who it's to. Oh, does it start with a B? Yeah. Just if he listens to this, he's definitely going to know, but whatever. Ha ha drink. Ha ha drink. Okay, it's moving on nude. then. It was a group nude, so it's a group drink. Exactly. Do you list another fact or do I go again? You're, you go. Mm. Okay, I got another good one. Guys. I mean, they're all good ones. Um, hmm. All right, we'll just... Uh, okay, this one's good. Um, so in high school, Carissa accidentally cheated on her boyfriend and then she felt bad about it, so she broke his heart anyways. <laughs> it wasn't an accident. <laughs> I was cheating on him. Um, twice, actually. Yeah, he'll he'll definitely hear this. And I hope that he does, honestly, because I never gave him the closure he needed. And that was not fair. Like he already made fun of his living situation slightly. Yeah. So he can take it. Well, if he, like, I would prefer if he, like, heard this episode and didn't hear the first one because this is my trailer trash ex who we're talking about right now. Who was actually um, a very nice guy for the first half of their relationship. Yeah, then he just got really possessive. But, um, and yeah, very I judgmental did. of you and made you feel bad, which yeah. was not okay. We don't like guys like that. Oh, my gosh. My Especially since you turned out hot and he lives in a trailer. Hot. Yeah, so, anyways... Um, yeah, I did do that. I have never, <laughs> ever cheated since. Um, I know that doesn't excuse it, but I was 16 years old. Um, I cheated on him twice with one guy who had been, like, baiting me for months. Like, he had been Snapchatting me for months. And, like, as soon as we hooked up, he, like, blocked me on everything and told my boyfriend. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, Were they also friends? No, not really. They knew oh, each they other, just but they knew weren't of friends. Each other. Yeah, they weren't friends, but I was like, that makes it better. Dick. And then the other time, I really was just like, I'm actually so blacked out. I didn't even know what was happening at a party. But um, yeah, that, that one's true. I knew that one was going to come up. <laughs> I have another one that I know you're going to, you're probably expecting, but. All right. I don't know. I can't really. That was kind of the only one I was expecting, but we'll see. Oh, well, yes, that case, that's true. Fire at me. <laughs> um, okay. You've never done anal? Um, no, not willingly. Um, if you've ever had a visitor enter your back door um, without wanting them there, you would probably be scarred too. And that's what, yeah. that's what I'm going to leave it at. <laughs> so it was just like a dry, dry. Um, it's rim. been a, it's, it's been a accidental, uh, doggy door entry. Doggy door. <laughs> yeah. So um, horrifying. Yeah. That is horrifying. I feel like that's many girls experiences. And then, yeah, since, since then it's just been like, no, it's been a no go zone. Although it's, it's like your, it's like, it's like your, your hidden pearl, you know, I'm going to yeah. have this for my whole life and you can't, but, yeah. uh, but I'm going to Do you think when you're married, you'll, you'll give it another go? I think in a, when I'm drunk as shit one night, maybe. Yeah. But, that's how you uh, have to do it. Yeah. But other than that, uh, nope, Probably no not. interest in it. 
Fair enough. No, no sexual desire for that. Uh, there's a perfectly good, perfectly good doggy door on the other side. We all call that a front cat door. door. Cat door. That's the cat door. The cat ah, door. That's a good one. Oh, a good one. Good. Yeah, <laughs> these are good. Have a drink for that. <laughs> Pour one out for the dog door. <laughs> all right, you go. Oh, okay. This is the one that I said. I think you're expecting. You think I would expect it? Okay. Yeah. Um, one time, Carissa lost her underwear at a party, and we still don't know where they went. Yeah, that was the that same time that I blacked out so hard that I cheated on my boyfriend. I did lose my underwear. Still Never don't know where it is. That means there's two pairs of underwear, probably more, floating out in the universe that men probably just have, and I will never get back. Those are a token. There's a That's guy I went to scary. university with, and he, every girl he hooked up with, he would steal their underwear, and they called him the panty snatcher so and funny. he'd tack them up on their frat house wall see that's what scares me the guy who like went on a date with me and asked me for my panties i'm like what are you gonna do with it like like put it on like some sort of like or are they gonna wear it are they into like wearing it sniffing it like guys who are into buying panties please write in and tell us what what you do with it that's yeah. what I want to know. Absolutely. I feel like they probably sniff and jerk at the same time. Maybe jerk off into But, like, them. some guys are into, like, the most, like, worn, gross. Like, that's, like, the yeah, guys that's that, like, like a thing. But, like, guys but that, I like, feel just like take, like, a one-time wear underwear and, like, bro, I washed those yesterday. They're clean. Why do you want them? Like, is it just, like, a weird fantasy mm-hmm. thing? I feel like it depends on how into the fetish you are. Like, if you... I'm just trying to put myself in the perspective of a panty sniffer. Um, If you are really into it, you would want, like, gym worn for a couple weeks. Yeah, those are, like, the guys that buy it. Yeah, but, like, guys who are just, like, kind of, like, oh, you're, like... Like, I'm kind of, like, kinky, like, a little bit. Might just want, like, a fresh kind of, like, like, one use... And they're not actually in the, whole, kind of the whole package that the V has to offer. They just, just want like yeah. a little sample. Like it's when you yeah. go to sample perfumes and you just spray a little bit and they shake it off on the paper and then exactly. you, you have that. That's kind of what it is. You're not getting the whole bottle. You're just getting a exactly. sample. Mm, yes. It's like when you like smell like, you, have you ever gone to like smell like olive oils or something like that? And they make mm-hmm. you smell coffee as like a, oh, yeah. a palate cleanser. Metaphors, people. Metaphors. <laughs> All right, this is ridiculous, this conversation. (laughs) This is why you don't interview best friends. (laughs) I know. I hope that we don't sound like actual psychopaths. But I feel like who doesn't want to hear like two friends friends shooting the shit? Like, I think that right now we're like, the microphone is like a third best friend joining in. I don't know. I feel like I'm hanging out with you. Like, I feel like we're catching up. We're having a drink. We're probably both drinking more because we're absolutely willing to answer all the embarrassing shit about us so we're just having a drink with a pal exactly that's all it is for your listeners crack open a drink answer with us answer with us exactly let's have a a girls night yeah play along with your friends (laughs) that's so it's your drink of choice yeah let us know (laughs) okay (laughs) whose turn is it (laughs) 
Oh, you I was talking told me about. Penny oh no, it's you because you, you yeah, lost your underwear at a party. Right. Let's reiterate. Exactly. Okay. In high school, Julia was more open to doing Molly than drinking. <laughs> I'm just gonna say that's true. Very. You feel true. like that's true? Yeah, I didn't drink anything. I would pretend to drink in high school. Um even until university, but I had more, probably by grade 11, I had more experiences, very minimal, might I yes, add. Yes, But more minimal, or more encounters with Molly than I had with alcohol. Exactly. <laughs> and yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's it. it. That's it. That's all there is to say all there is to say for no specific reason at yeah. all. You went to quite a few raves, I feel like, when you were younger. I, I did, July. yeah. I went to a lot of raves. But, like, most people are like, oh, yeah, let's drink and, like, maybe do Malia for drunk. No, I was straight up like, no, I'm fine. I don't want to pre-drink. But, like, oh, I just drank that guy's Molly water. It's fine. By accident, it's fine. <laughs> By accident. <laughs> I didn't have any clue. Um, Sorry, yeah, that's crazy. I've never done Molly. What's it like? Um... We don't have to go into it. <laughs> just party. He just party. It, it was very uh, just mesmerizing because it was always in a festival event, which is yeah. probably how I ended up. I was like, oh my God, no, don't take drinks from strangers. That's really scary. But Molly from strangers, yeah. that's totally fine. That's fine. Right? Yeah. That's as a 17-year-old, 18-year-old Molly from strangers. Great. It's free drugs. Don't say no, kids. Um, exactly. <laughs> Let's hear that one more time. <laughs> Free drugs mean don't say no. Thank you. All right, You're moving welcome. on. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> moving on. Okay. Uh, oh, I got a good one for you. Okay, I'm excited. You haven't actually been that bad so far. I haven't really been that. So Carissa does not discriminate, you can say. Um, meaning she would be lying if she told you that every guy she slept with has all four of his limbs. Oh. <laughs> so fucked up <laughs> I did not is that the one you said I wasn't oh no okay yeah you prefaced I, it really nicely though did. like you do not discriminate race I was gender, like oh limb, shit she's gonna go into race like I was like I don't know how to talk about this like I didn't prepare for this like absolutely um, not no, I was like oh fuck I was like oh, oh god I like tried to freak out but yeah um <laughs> Not that I'm scared to talk about race, but just Absolutely like not. Like I said, you don't discriminate. You're I don't. The most open, I don't discriminate. Accepting, race, loving person I know. Exactly. Thank you. Therefore, but yes, I have fucked an amputee. Um, yes. So this guy I used to date, he is so hot. You have to give him that. Like he is. He, he is, is very good looking. Great very body. Very good looking. Great body. Great like left leg. Great left leg. It's so muscular. Um, yeah, I, this is so funny. This is a story I definitely want to tell. Um, yeah, so he was just, like, super active, super hot, like, just, like, brunette, like, tall, like, tall, dark, and handsome, but yeah, he only has one leg. for some reason, li- like, listening, like, we're cheering for you. 
We are because he's also it's not a funny story. You are the most wonderful. Are you kidding me? That's the only thing he ever talked about. He's not gonna care if I talk about it. But like, imagine having that on your bucket list. I'm just saying that if he's listening. So yeah, we're talking about it. Um, true, exactly. Yeah, he great guy, super super nice. Um, he was an amputee. If anyone's wondering what sex with an amputee is like, not great. <laughs> I had nothing had nothing to do with the lack of leg. It did not have anything to do with the lack of leg. It had a lot to do with this was probably like the thickest dick I had ever fucked in my life. Yeah, if anything, like, that was his second leg. Yeah. Literally. Like he might he have just fucked me with the leg. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. Great uh great guy, but just like it was not great sex we didn't the only thing we ever really talked about was the fact he was an amputee there was like nothing really else that he like he didn't really have any other personality traits other than being hot and an amputee see that and that's two personality traits most men only have the one true asshole (laughs) (laughs) um yeah great guy we just maybe he is good in bed and we just didn't have like that sexual connection but that's like kind of stretching it because look at me. <laughs> Freaking look at me. Look at me. How could we not have good sex? Just kidding. Um, okay. All right, I'll just stop. Can we talk about the time that I sent Carissa a TikTok that was a guy oh, saying, yeah. Hi guys, I'm looking for a girlfriend. I'm this old. I'm Irish. I'm whatever. And I sent it to her. And this bitch replies, I already went out with him. <laughs> a viral a viral tiktok and guess what she ghosted him no that's all happened i wish she i wish i ghosted him actually but he he didn't ghost me he just said at the time we had had a conversation where like i was like pretty into this guy because i was like oh you're irish like my husband's gonna be irish so like i don't want to fuck this up um you could be my husband and i was just like i didn't actually say that but i would just like had told him i wasn't looking for anything casual absolutely and then he told me he was only looking for something casual okay so that was openness though exactly stop talking right away we didn't waste anybody's time we figured it out exactly and then we moved on but he is still gorgeous so if he is if he is willing to uh change his mind i'm open to it if you're listening she's ready yeah he knows he knows he knows who he is <laughs> he's right he's ready to come back he's fine i would love if he came back. all right this is making me sound pathetic okay <laughs> me it's me it's my turn yeah you go okay um what one am i on oh i'm almost out i think i have one more you have one more that's okay i can just do one more after okay so one time carissa was on a booty call and she had to park underground and like i said she's a really shitty driver so she got stuck in the parking stall and dented the whole side of her car and i'm pretty sure she still lied to her parents about it yes i did um it was again i was going to hook up with a foreign man this one was australian 
Um, Worth it. Biggest dick I've ever seen. Just saying. It was like probably like 11 or 12 inches. No lie. Oh, I thought I thought you meant personality-wise. I was like no. biggest dick. Australian. No. So much better. He was the one assholes. when we were at Contact. Do you remember? We were at a rave. And he was following me around the whole event. If those were in my Molly days, no, I do not recall. You don't remember? Okay, well, that happened. No. He was like chasing I, me I around. I remember. Um, but yeah, he... I went over to his house. We hooked up. Um, uh, he had a parking garage. This does not help me my defense that I'm a good driver. But um, I was just trying to squeeze into a really small spot. There was like a concrete median. And Everybody knows like when you're in underground parking, they have those stupid poles that are like yeah, halfway exactly. in the middle of the stall. Like everybody can imagine it. They're usually painted yellow. Yeah. Horrible. And like, like obviously I would have just parked somewhere else, but there was literally absolutely nowhere else to park. Yeah. So the I was like, is always to... worth it. Yeah. And I was like, well, here. Exactly. It fucking wasn't. Um, but yeah, I like started to go in, turned my wheel. The car like kind of hit the median. So I had to back out and there was no turning the wheel the other way. Like I had to back out and just scrape the entire side of my car against your parents know to this day what happened or did you lie no um because they had been forcing me to drive to work and school in the snow and that was really pissing me off because they knew I was scared to get into a car crash so I just said yeah well you made me drive into the snow and on my way home from work I crashed into a pole and now look at my car (sighs) the truth is out how does it feel my mom's gonna be like oh what it's okay that car like died like literally two weeks after anyways so yeah that's okay that car was a piece of shit i was the runner-up for worst car in high school should we reiterate that the windows did in fact work they did work okay i'm just a fucking idiot (laughs) all right let's finish this off it's not really finishing off on a bang but that's okay um one of your old best friends is dating your ex. Oh, that's, we can get into that. Let's get into it. Um, first of all, I would just like to say shout out for neither of you being ballsy enough to just tell me about it. That's a fucking fuck you. Um, big fuck you. That's a big fuck you. Like, I'm like, I didn't care. Like, we can say I'm not petty, but you can all hear me talking, so... We're a little petty, clearly. Um, But, like, to not have somebody reach out and be like, by the way, I am dating your ex-boyfriend. Who was, like, my first, like, real boyfriend, might I add? Like, yeah, like, child love, I would say. But, like, what I knew to be love. (laughs) What I thought to be love was, like, that was it for me at the time. Yeah. And um, one of my really good friends, who actually... The guy we were talking about before that I really thought I was going to lose my virginity to, she also kind of slid in on him for a brief period of time. And I never really pieced it together. And now they're actually happily dating this girl and my ex. And that's awesome. Um, Fuck you still um, for not telling me. Real mature. Um, But yeah, I'm over it. And I have a great boyfriend. Yeah, I'm over it. <laughs> I mean, so it's still so fucking asshole. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Just if you're gonna like, 
nobody, unless you're like really, really petty and not forgiving, like nobody will really care, in my opinion, if you're gonna get with their ex, if it ended on decent, somewhat decent, or even hatred terms, like everybody's gonna be like, fuck you, enjoy them, whatever. But like, as long as you have a conversation about being with somebody's ex, in my opinion, that's the most like important and respectful thing. Like if you're like, I know you're not going to like this. I know we're friends, but like life happens and people understand that. But if you don't have a conversation with them, fuck you, you're immature. And I hope it doesn't work out, but be happy together. So whatever. Yeah. Yeah. They've been in it for a while now too. Yeah. But I'm totally over it. Just to reiterate. Just to say that again. Just to say that again. Julia's boyfriend, if you're listening to this, she's over it. (laughs) So over it. (laughs) Don't worry. (laughs) all right well that's the end of truth or drink are you drunk at all i've been sipping you've been sipping i think i i think i drank after every question just for the sake of embarrassment that i know i'm putting myself through even though like everything we talk about is totally normal and like understandable on all levels of human beings um but we're also just a complete freak show as friends so that's a bit embarrassing I think that it's uh, like any good friend duo, though, you know, like we do know each other's like every secret. So oh, absolutely. Every conversation starts with, OK, don't tell anybody this. But yeah. and I'm like, bro, yeah. I have no other. No friends. One, yeah. And we like don't really have any of like the same friends anymore, really. So, yeah. OK, well, I want to ask you some questions now. Is that OK? Go for it. <laughs> All right, so first, we're going to still, like, talk a bit about, like, our friendship and all that. Um, What is your favorite memory of all time of us two, wild or otherwise? Um, You can think about it if you want. Yeah, I'm going to have to think about it. I I can go first. So many good memories with you. Yeah, you've had – I was told I would be sent these questions, and I wasn't. <laughs> Which I knew was gonna piss her off. I knew it would piss her off because Julia is a little bit of a control freak. Like she likes to know. Anytime you're in the kitchen, I'll stand there and watch. Then be like, "Oh, you actually stopped glitching like the second you moved those papers." What'd you just do? Did you roll over your toe? No, I just fucking spilt my flowers. Idiot. Well, you're not glitching anymore. That works. Perfect. But. Maybe you just need to cure a nice crash. <gasps> and again! <laughs> you have always... That's one thing that's never changed. You've literally always been the clumsiest person I think I've ever met in my life. Oh my god. It's actually so ridiculous because like... Like mentally, physically, emotionally... <laughs> Clumsy. Clumsy, <laughs> just reckless. I think. No, that. we're both unstable, though, so that's why you can joke about it. Like, we're so stably unstable. Does that make sense? Exactly. You know? Yeah, it does. We are like, quite stable so individuals. I think we do okay. We're so aware of, like, our issues because, like, a lot of people don't get in touch with, like, their emotions and, like, the things that have happened to them in their past. But I think we've, like, yep. acknowledged it and, like, sorted it out. And, like, we're, like, yeah, it still causes us all these problems, but... I know, I know it causes me these problems. Yeah, I'm aware of it. Exactly. I feel like I, like, know that sometimes I'm doing something that might not be a good idea, but I'm also like, well, I'm 21, so if, like, I want to do something, I'm going to do it anyways. So. Absolutely, yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. What were we just talking about? Oh yeah. The fact that I didn't send you the questions. I knew it would make you mad. Um, yes. Cause I am OCD and I need, I have so much anxiety that the little things in my life that I can control, I really appreciate being able to control them. But you knew that. I, I knew that, but I just wanted a natural response. I was worried you would plan too much what you were going to say. And that was why I didn't send them to you. If you had asked me again, I would have sent them to you, but I was I just not ask you again. I was like, okay, cool. When you were like, oh. just getting ready, I was like, you didn't send me the question. You're still not going to send them to me? <laughs> <laughs> well, if you, there's anything you don't want to answer at any point, obviously, don't answer it. Um, I wouldn't ever be offended. We'll try to be an open book. The odds are you already know the answers. It's other people. I will not. Yeah, I do. I do know. Yeah, you know answers to absolutely everything about me. I do. I'm about everything, actually. (laughs) It's like twice a week we Snapchat each other crying and then an instant phone call like, what's wrong? Yeah, literally. But that's you don't. You haven't cried in a while. Yeah. In a long time. Yeah, I'm still crying a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, favorite memory. Yeah, okay. Is this like a quick round or are we like getting into it? Well, I feel like we shared a lot. So like either way, let's just get into it. If uh, it goes over time, I can always just like cut some shit out. So we will Um, go over time. We want, I'll go first so you Mm -hmm. can think. Okay, so my favorite memory of us two is one time we were going to get our classic, just like a classic McDonald's run. We were probably getting like egg McMuffins or something like that. I don't know. And uh, all of a sudden we're sitting there ordering and we get a boom, just like a little bit of a bump. <laughs> when we're in the McDonald's drive-thru and we're like, what the fuck was that? Like, did we just have an earthquake? Like what the fuck's going on? Turn around, Turn, turns out we got hit by the people in the McDonald's drive-thru behind us. The drunk it, guys. Yeah, they were wasted out of their minds. There was no denying it. Um, we got hit. Get out of, They get out of the car. Julia's like, you just hit my fucking car. <laughs> Yelling. And they were like, they felt really, really bad. They were obviously wasted. And the one guy who was like kind of like more sober, like just kept telling his friends. Like, yeah, and he wasn't talking. even, he wasn't even driving. And he kept being like, oh, I'm so sorry. And I was like, bro, you weren't behind the wheel. I need yeah. his, and he tried to give me his driver's license. And I was like, no, I need the person that was driving. <laughs> yeah, it was so weird, but it was almost like maybe he didn't have a license. I don't know. But we know but what this turned into. This was also a Saturday or Friday night in the McDonald's drive through at probably 12 a.m. And then what happened, Carissa? Then the two lovely gentlemen who hit us with their car asked us out. They were like, hey, like, I know we just hit you, but like, you ladies want to go get a drink? And then we were like, these guys were probably like, I don't know, maybe 30. Oh, absolutely. 27. Yeah, and we were at the time not even old enough to drink. So we were like probably like 17. And uh, that's pretty much it. That's a good memory. That's 100% a good memory. There's so many, but that's a good, like, funny memory. Like, yeah, I couldn't pick a good one, but also I will. It's like an endearing memory. Yeah, I will quote on a memory that, like, is actually like holds a really special place in my heart. Oh, I'm so excited. Um, 
but because you mentioned probably one of our funny memories, one of our many funny memories. Um, but the time it was Carissa and her lovely mother, shout out. Um, it was two years since my mom passed away and Carissa and her mom took me out and got flowers and we went to the river and we spread them and they talked to me about it. It was just really nice and thoughtful. And I hadn't had women be there for me in a long time. And that's just one I, I hold in my heart. No, oh, I'm going to cry. Yeah, of course. Like you've always been like a sister to me and like a daughter to my mom. So it's, and obviously like, I feel like you haven't had a lot of like female support when it came to your mom. So for the first few years, for like, no, you were like the first person I probably like attached to. And like, yeah. my dad didn't have a girlfriend. We had a woman ex-girlfriend of my father who was not really close to me anymore who was like mm-hmm. always kind of my go-to and it was like you and your mom kind of like pulled me in when I didn't get along mm-hmm. with my dad and like that was just super like it's always been a memory like I think of and I think of like the pictures I took that day and like they like yeah. actually stick in my mind so and it was like foggy like right over the water and I remember yeah. and your mom's like you can take a minute and I was like I don't think I really want a minute that's kind of weird and then I was like oh wait no I'll take a minute and then yeah no and ever since it's been like not really a sad thing to me it's more just like a personal day oh see that makes me so happy that you say that and like we were gonna get into all this later but now that we're talking about it like we might as well um yeah it makes me really 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 happy that you feel that way so how long has it been since you lost your mom so last week it was mm-hmm. seven years officially. Yeah, seven years. So that's a while. So you lost her at like an age that was probably like the worst possible time, I feel like. Yeah, it was just before I turned 15. It was like before I hit puberty, didn't have any boyfriends, didn't really even kiss guys or anything. So it was like I was so, and my dad was so not informal when it came to men that I like kind of turned to my sister who was more of a delinquent um yes she was more in the eyes of Carissa you could say like her (sighs) but Um, I would say next level even yeah she was a little bit she was wild um but she got to experience all those things like with my mom and I didn't so it was kind of it's kind of crazy like your first period like was she there for that no I went so who puberty. told you about all that? Um, I think I kind of knew. I think every girl got that book that's called like you or something. And it's like the girls in the towels. Okay. Yeah. I don't remember the go through. Yeah. It's yeah. Something about that. But every girl got it. I swear. Yeah, I and like, too. I was very into like YouTube as a kid. Mm-hmm. And like, I honestly learned like everything. And I like, since I was young, I've been very like advocating for like, how normal the body is to try and not make myself feel weird. But now TikTok's taught me that like there's a lot of things normal with your body that you thought were weird. Um, And I'm 22 now and still learning things from TikTok more than I learned in the school system about health. Oh my God, obviously. But um, yeah, I kind of just learned it on my own and then asked friends a lot of questions. I've always been a person that asks a lot of questions and talks a lot. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of how I learned everything. Crazy. 
That's but my sister was absolutely no help. So really? <laughs> yeah. Um, so at the time, like you lost your mom, like you weren't that close with your dad either. Like, was that like an extra added stress? Um, that was definitely something that bothered me. I had like recently moved out on my dad. I went to live with my mom instead because I went through this like rebellious phase that was like, this is before your mom passed just to practice. Yes. Yeah. Before. And it was like kind of a rebellious phase where I was like, Oh, when you're 13, you can decide if you want to live with your mom or dad. Like, I, cause I had divorced parents. Um, so I chose to live with my mom when I was in high school, when it was just closer, my dad lived a bit far for work. And my dad was never a bad person. He was just not the greatest dad for my age range, I would say. Yeah. yeah. Um, and for teenage girls, regardless, we're freaking hard to raise. So mm-hmm. um, He just needed a woman to teach you some things, too. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, like, my mom was just an angel. So it yeah. was... And I honestly got away with more shit there. It was easier. My dad got mad at me easy. I felt like I was walking on eggshells because he was strict he had a job that was traumatizing. He was a firefighter, so he was angry at a lot of things and stuff like that. Like, I I turned to my mom one because she was gentler when I fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> but also just because we got along. Like, a girl and her mom always get along yeah. better. Yeah, you just had a close relationship. Yeah, absolutely. Crazy. Not crazy. crazy. Not crazy. Oh, absolutely um, crazy. Sorry, my mom's just coming into the room. Sorry, I'm drinking more. No, it's okay. We Once we start talking to talk trauma. about trauma and shit, yeah, I'll take a drink too. We'll have a drink for your mom. <laughs> Cheers. Um, so is there like any particular memory that kind of stands out that you were like, I really wish I had my mom there for that? Um, I think it's every milestone I pass, honestly, like, because I, like, I think of my mom every single day, mm-hmm. regardless, like, it's always, oh, that would have been cool, that would have been cool, not in, like, a sad sense, but as I get older, it's now I'm graduating university this year, and that's crazy to me that I never mm-hmm. thought I'd get there, which is actually, you're the reason I went to university, technically. What? Well, because we were planning to travel. And then I, yeah. you were like, oh, by the way, I'm applying to universities. And I was like, oh, fuck. If fuck, I guess I should there, too. I'm not staying here. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And like I said, I didn't get along with my dad, but so I moved. But um, yeah, any milestone that passes is just mm-hmm. kind of shitty birthdays. And it's more of just you really realize as you get older that like life is so not important in a sense. Like, absolutely like your own life is great and wonderful and you want to make the most of it but you understand that life can be taken so quickly and it's almost like it's almost like nothing really although to me it's a huge impact but to other people like they wouldn't even notice and like that doesn't make me upset or anything but it just really makes you value how incredible your own life is regardless of if it's good or bad or if you didn't drink and you did Molly instead, or if you lost your underwear at a party, uh, yeah. it doesn't really matter. It's your experiences that's important and that are going to stick with you forever, basically, and with your friends and stuff like that. So, 
I don't even know what the question was, but I got a little trailed off. No, that's okay. I want to hear all your thoughts. I feel like this is one of those things that we don't like actually talk about that much. And it's not because I don't care. It's one of those things that I feel like a lot of people avoid talking about because they don't want to make someone upset, you know? And I've recently kind of learned like with you, like you said to me once, like, I actually like do want to talk about this kind of stuff with you. Mm -hmm. And that was like the first time I was kind of like, Oh, like I like really didn't realize, you know, like I thought that it was something you really didn't want to talk about. And it was like a big learning curve for me because you're not like the only like close friend of mine that's lost a parent that I have like not checked in on, you know, that I should have checked in on. And um, I am just wondering how would you recommend talking about death to someone who has lost someone close to them? Um, that's a really good question, actually, because I feel like a lot of people don't know how to address it in a way that they feel isn't awkward or that they're, because the amount of times that I've been in a situation, yeah, the amount of times I've been in a situation where people will be like, oh, like, and your mom does this, and, like, I don't have the balls to be like, oh, actually, like, because I don't want to make it awkward, or people that ask me, like, oh, what does your mom do? And I'm like, oh, well, actually, like, she passed away, but, like, this, and people are like, oh, my gosh, I'm so so sorry, I didn't know, and I'm like, well, how are you supposed to know? Like, that's not a common thing, and Mm -hmm. I think, like, to numb the awkwardness, I'd kind of be like, oh, like, well, what do your parents do? Like, just kind of change the subject, but it's nice if something like that does happen to be like oh well if you don't mind me asking like what did she do like yeah stuff like that just transition it naturally because it's like yes she's not here but she was and she was doing something when she was here and I think that's important to acknowledge as well as just a simple like oh what was their name what was their uh what it what was the passion they had just something common and be like oh that's really cool like I can definitely see that quality in you yeah Um, and just incorporating it as if it's like a natural conversation I find because some people per se will not be as comfortable to talk about it but I think everybody is capable of touching on small details and if like if I want to elaborate I will out of a simple question like yeah you could be like oh well what was one of your mom's passions and I'd be like oh well she was really into like vintage and thrifting and mm-hmm. like always being stylish and like if I want to continue with that question I would be like I find that like also was kind of something like where I learned my style from and yeah. I kind of took that from her and in her life she always was doing this and I'm gonna elaborate on it so it's never I I don't think it's ever too much digging just to ask somebody basic questions. And if they want to elaborate, they will. I really, really like that answer. I think that's going to help a lot of people out because it is one of those things that is so hard for people to talk about. And like, I'm really glad that we've had this conversation now too, because now I have a better idea of how to talk to you about it, you know? And you've always so, been great. Oh, thanks. But, you know, I could have I think it's just important, though, because, like I said, seven years, like, that feels like yesterday to me. But I'm, like, mm-hmm. I texted my sister the other day, and I was, like, holy shit, like, seven years. Like, that's that's a lot of years to me. Like, that's 
that's seven freaking years. Like that's insane. You're a woman now. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But I'm like, but to me, it feels like yesterday. And a lot of times I almost have this guilt of like, oh, people aren't really remembering anymore. And like that was seven years ago, like get over it kind of thing or not get over it, but just like, okay. Like she's dealt with it now. It's the assumption. Yeah. But to me, it's like, that is keeping something alive that like is not here anymore. And that's so important to me is to just like honor that. And it makes me feel like there's still somebody there for me. And that's why the importance of talking about it and asking questions and making a post or just bringing up the name is really important. Or like, Oh, I bet your mom would have thought you looked really good. Like in that outfit, if I wore a thrifted outfit, right? Like just things like that. It's like, Nice just a reminder that. people like still recognize that yeah absolutely it was a big part of your story I think because mm-hmm. you know? regardless like if it's it's in the past like the trauma is still something you deal with every single day Forever. regardless there's ever yeah. gonna there's always gonna be a milestone that she's not there or uh a memory that I can't make with her so exactly. it's just important to me that people acknowledge that like empty space in my life and it's not necessarily a sad space it's like uh a space to make more memories almost Mm -hmm. wow that is yeah I'm just like processing (laughs) well do you want to talk yeah I know my fucking my laptop's like literally gonna die, and I I had it at a hundred percent. I'm so Put mad. Put that shit in. I know, but I have my fucking uh, mic plugged into the charging. Thing. We've also probably just been talking for hours. Episode part one and two. I know. I was going to like ask you so much more, but like I might like kind of cut it down. Um, I'm gonna pause the recording for a second. We can just like shoot the shit while I charge this for a sec. Absolutely. Okay. We'll be back in a sec. It's being recorded. It's being recorded. <laughs> it's being recorded. All right, we're back. We're back and that is. So um, we were talking about your mama. Um, where I don't really have a ton more questions about it, but I have a couple. Do you want to elaborate on how she passed or no? You can say no, because I know it's pretty traumatic. Uh- I would say the exact reason, no, Um, but it was just like, I can elaborate on the fact that it was sudden and not expected and it was a bad accident. Yeah. Uh, I have no problem sharing that. Yeah. Um, And just a matter of, I personally feel if somebody is in the opposition of me, reach out. Um, But I feel like I'm at a lack of emotion in the sense of I didn't have any notice yeah and I am honestly envious of people that like say they had a type of cancer or something and they're like got six months I'm very envious of that and like there's probably people in the complete opposite of me that are like I would have rather it just happened yeah suddenly um but being a child of a traumatic death and like of my parent is like you will never have that feeling of like I got to say goodbye say goodbye yeah and I know that's easier to some people but 
that is the one thing out of everything that I'm like, man, I really just wish like for that one last moment that could have been like, that I didn't know, but that honestly teaches you to just really appreciate every single day mm-hmm. and not take anything for granted. And like, until you lose somebody, I feel like you don't really understand the full meaning, like meaning of that. Yeah. And that's when, even it was just kind of this year that I really realized like I have one life and I need to live it like Mm -hmm. every single day. Like you can have a bad day, but it can be taken so quickly that little things aren't worth it. And every relationship you make with people is so important. And like, that's an impression you're leaving on the world. And that's when you pass is what's left. Like it's memories. And that's so important to me to like, just make good memories. Cause you never know when you're going to not be making new ones. Basically. I really like that because I feel like that is something I like that helped me understand you a little better because you are someone like you were honestly like, the perfect friend and I'm not saying that to butter you up but like I think it is in your nature to do the absolute most you can to make the people around you know that they're loved you know yeah if I had like one honestly like piece of advice for absolutely anybody like whether you've been through death or not I think you really learn like just value every relationship like whether it's a friendship whether it's just somebody like a coworker. Uh, like a relationship with a boyfriend a husband your kids your cousins like value them to the fullest like whether that just means checking in on them like really just know like because you don't want to be that person that like somebody passes and you're like oh I should have reached out I should have done this like it's just like every relationship is so impactful and that's what's important to me is like just getting the most out of that relationship so if they're just a friend just checking in every month Mm -hmm. that's enough right like Mm -hmm. but the level of relationship will determine that but like you're my best friend if something happened and I hadn't checked on you every week like that would bother me because the level of friends we are so like check on that person according to what level they are yeah so you know you're satisfied in that relationship and that's what's important don't exhaust yourself but every relationship is important yeah Yeah, I totally agree and I love that and I think that's such a good good lesson okay the last thing I'm going to ask you about this dark dark thing trauma that I this dark shit yeah um is do you have any advice for like anyone else that's coping for the with the loss of a family member because I personally can't give any advice on that Um, I think the most important advice, and I am in no way somebody to tell you what to do and not do, but I think I have been enlightened on the subject, and I feel like I have crossed my bridge of trauma and grief. I'm still dealing with it, but I know how to cross that bridge when I need to. Um, But my probably piece of advice is just um nobody can gauge when you're gonna get over it um but also nobody can help you deal with it except yourself so you can have outlets and uh, say counselors I've been to multiple different counselors and psychiatrists and everything and it all helps absolutely but 
until you really feel clarity on the situation with yourself, whether it's traumatic or not, you're not over it. And I think that's a thing that you just need to accept. Um, You are constantly working towards living a new life without dealing with that hurt or that piece that you're missing. And basically the lesson to me is just nobody can deal with it but you. And in a sense, you're also not alone at the same time. If that makes any sense, you are the one that has to deal with it, but you do have support for it. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough to explain if you haven't been through it, but like the clarity will not come from other people, I guess, is the overall message. The clarity is going to come with you accepting it happened and just doing everything you can to honestly be okay with that and live your life and be proud of yourself for living your life. Mm -hmm. So what I kind of hear from that, correct me if I'm wrong, is that you can't rely on other people to fix you absolutely not no that's a huge that's exactly it it's I in a relationship now like trauma anxiety depression like that's affected me in my relationship but all of that comes from the passing of my mom and uh it is on my own shoulders regardless of if that makes me sad or not to deal with that it's not up to other people and they can help you along the way. They can talk to you. You can go to a psychiatrist. You can go to a doctor. You can go to a therapist. But the only person that's really going to deal with it because you knew that person that passed the best is yourself. So you need to find a way to reason with it. And a lot of issues around my mom's passing were mental health for me. And learning that that is such a normal thing. Like mental health needs to be talked about. It's real. Mm-hmm. I see that I have that and that's so important because that helped me come to a good place with it in a sense it still upsets me it still makes me mad I still have questions about it but I am ultimately okay with what happened you're able to live your life yeah and I it got me to a place that I want to live my life like I want to do the best and it's not for my mom it's for me absolutely I want to do everything I can to be the best daughter for her and show her like this is for you but you need to live for yourself and that all relates back to you're the only person that can deal with it is you're living your life for you Mm -hmm. I think that's important because I feel like from what I've heard like yeah, like a lot of my friends have had family members and parents pass and I feel like a common thing is I just hope that she or he or this person will be proud of me mm-hmm. so I think that what never mind sorry you go you go no that's total. that's a coping thing absolutely it's like I want my mom to be proud of me but I because I've come to terms with it regardless of this situation like I know she's proud of me now she was proud of me before And even if your parent wasn't proud of you, like, that doesn't matter anymore. It's like, you need to do best for your own life. That is like, that's the important, I think the lesson out of death in general is live your life for you. Make yourself happy, be happy, appreciate relationships, understand why things happen and just 
live your life. Like it's so short and it's so important. And I can't stress that enough that like, just do everything you want to do and be your own person for yourself, make yourself happy, appreciate relationships, love everything. I love that. That's it. I think that you appreciate life a lot and that's a really amazing quality to have. So that's one great thing that you like. Love friendships. Love my best friend. Become because of it. Love you too. I love love you so much. I love you. Let's say it more. I know. We say it every day. (laughs) Everybody to everybody. I love everybody. Text your best friend right now and tell them how much you love them because, you know, that's one thing I'm realizing. I used to be so bad at like expressing my emotions, but telling the people you love them is so important. Absolutely. They need to hear it. That's such a good final note is like, go out of your way right now to text one person, message one person, Snapchat one person, doesn't matter who, a mom, grandma, dad, sister, brother, best friend, cousin, Mm -hmm. anybody, and just be like, hey, thinking of you, hope you're doing great. Love you. Yeah. And I feel like, have you ever hated to hear that? Like, has anyone ever texted you and been like, Oh my fuck you. <laughs> yeah, like, why the fuck are you sending me that? You Maybe not an ex. Me. Maybe don't text an ex. <laughs> yeah. Do not te- we never text our exes. <laughs> we never text our exes. Ever. It's never worth it. No, ever. Okay, well, I had literally so, 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 so much more to talk with you about. Like, I literally have, like, two other segments I want to do, but... We've been like um, talking it's okay, for, like, guys. Two my hours. birthday episode, my birthday episode will be on March 18th. You, do you want to record um, on your birthday weekend? Absolutely. I think okay. my birthday's on cool. a Thursday. That works great. Okay. Um, or a Friday. It might be a Friday, but regardless, that is my episode yeah. every Thursday. Don't forget, turn on your notifications. Don't forget. Little self-promise. <laughs> All right. So thank you all for listening to this episode of Meet My Mess with me and my best friend. I hope you all enjoyed it. Um, I know this is so cringy. This is like my least favorite part of the episode. But um, I would say plug your socials, but I don't know. I don't think you want that out there. Um, I am in school to be a teacher. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if you know who I am, you know who I am. Ask questions. Start the discussion. It's totally okay. There's no judgment. Yeah. We love you. You're always you're always so open about talking about this kind of stuff. So I love that. Um, but if you want to follow me, you can. <laughs> oh, totally. Follow Carissa Harrison. Follow me. Meet My Mess podcast. She's open. There you uh, go. Send her questions. Also, if you're the guy that took my virginity and just found out, I am so sorry. Reach out. Reach out. We can talk about it if and- you're having trauma. Yeah, fair enough. And uh, while we're at it, to the guy who I cheated on, the two guys, I'm sorry. Uh, (laughs) And subscribe, please. Write me a review. I only have two reviews, so it would be super Bro, I haven't even written you a review. I know. I'll do that right now. I'm going to do that right now. Do it. Right now. Ask for what you want in life. If we've learned anything from that episode, it's go after what you want and ask for what you need. True. Okay. Support. On that note, rate and review. Thank you for listening and love yourself and love the people around you. Have a good week. (laughs) Bye bye. (laughs) Wait, my mess.